Hello, 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 and welcome to Lilies in the Valley podcast. I am your host, Sister Miko C. Deal, and here is where the word is learned, your direction is led, and your spirit is fed in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord God, that we digress and you increase, Lord God. Let us die to ourselves as you fill us with your Holy Spirit, Lord God. Let us hear from you. Let us be directed by you. Let us understand from you in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us not lean on our own understanding, but let us hear directly what you would have us to hear. And let us be able to apply it to our lives as you would have us apply it to our lives. Lord God, lead us and guide us and kindness, love, righteousness for your namesake. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. And thank God. Well, I am so glad that you got a chance to stop by. Um, this episode of unforgiveness is going to be the last episode. It is part three of forgiveness um, in the game over series. So I hope that you have a pen and a piece of paper with your Bible because I'm going to give you the actual Bible scriptures that we will be in for tonight's episode. And so it is Psalms 51, 17 through 18, Psalms 34. 18 and Philippians. Let me see here. Philippians 4 11 through 13. Amen. 11 through 13. Philippians 4. And I believe, yes, that is all that we'll be coming from tonight. And so let's just get right into it. I am going to start with uh, Psalms 51. As a matter of fact, I'm not. I'm actually going to start with Psalms 34 and 18. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. I'm going to read it again. Psalms 34, 18. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. Tonight's episode, I want you to know it is for everyone. But I want you to know specifically if you deal with forgiveness and feeling like you've been failed by a parent or a spouse, by a child or by a sibling or even a best friend, or maybe it's just a friend that you consider family. I want you to really, really hone in on tonight's episode. So yesterday was Father's Day, amen, and I sent out so many messages. I mean, it really wasn't that many, but it was, you know quite a few. I didn't even realize that I knew so many fathers, but I'm really glad to know that I did. And so happy Father's Day to you all once again, and celebrating those fathers that have raised children and been there for their children and just been the cornerstone. Stepdads, blended families, natural fathers, our heavenly father. Happy Father's Day as well. Thank you, Jesus, that we get to have a father in the mighty name of Jesus. So thank you, Jesus, for your sacrifice from God the Father. And so yesterday was just kind of a day I know that may have been, you know, really joyous for some. You know, I saw that it was so joyous for a lot of people. And, you know, for others, it may have just been nostalgic, you know, because some people have lost their father. So they're just, you know, really going over memories and remembering those great moments and times when it was like to have their father around. But for some others, it probably was like swallowing an ice cube. It hurts like hell, but it won't leave any lasting damage. You understand? Thank you, Jesus. 
I wasn't always able to say that, let me tell you, because uh, what do you do when a person you love gives their best, but their best wasn't good enough? The Lord has really taken me through this episode, let me tell you, and we are really going to see the heart of God. And I really want you to understand about forgiveness and how forgiveness is for you. It is not for the person. It's for you. And eventually it blesses whomever it blesses. But it's not restrictive. So I have gone over the years and understood that for young ladies who have fathers who decided for whatever reason, they cannot be present or feel as if they cannot fight a bitter woman for their right to be in their child's life. You know, it's like a child drank poison and she's waiting for the absent parent to die. It's ridiculous, it's foolish, and it makes no common sense. That is how a young lady lives her life when her father is absent. Whew. A lot of young ladies with absent fathers use any and everything to fill that space. They choose even from broken places. Sometimes they choose people like broken toys. You know, they choose like uh, some men or, or, or like projects to fix. <laughs> so they can show up for those men. They can love them unconditionally. They, uh, through every messy situation, they can prove to, they're trying to prove to those people that they'll be there through thick and thin. At least that's what I did. And I did that for so many people. Hmm. So many people. Who weren't supposed to really have that space or place in my heart. Maybe that's you. You have given so many people that space in your heart that they do not deserve. You understand what I'm trying to say? You are picking from a broken place. So you are picking people to be a project. You are picking people to show them how much you can love them. But you're loving people that are broken so they can't see the love that you are giving them unconditionally through this mess, through that situation, through thick and thin. If you're married and you're in a marriage and everything but the right thing has been going on, cheating and 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 you name it, it's been going on and yet you stay. And you just want them to understand that I love you. I will love you to the moon and back. Right? But when you're picking from a broken place, you really can't give what you don't have. And you really can't pick from a healthy place when you're not healthy. And you can distract yourself as much as you want, but the truth still remains. That the love that you're experiencing is not the love that God would want for us. And it is most certainly not how he loves us. Amen. So let me just tell you, I realized that when I was loving people unconditionally through their mess, through whatever they said, no matter what they did, no matter how much how they treated me, no matter how much they made me feel, I loved them, I loved them, I loved them, I loved them, as we should. But I was doing it. For selfish reasons, because that's really what I wanted for myself. I really wanted that unconditional love from that one person in my life. One. 
right? So I went on a, this soul-sucking quest to get it. Because you'll do like, when you do that, it's like a drug. You'll do whatever you need to do to fill that void rather than focus on yourself. You will love this broken man or this broken woman. You'll have a broken marriages or broken relationships and friendships. You won't do what you need to do because you won't sit still long enough to hear. But I thank God that I have had that one person in my life, one, she's gone now, but that one person that has loved me unconditionally and showed me what real healthy love looks like. The love that God intended for me. I believe that God put that woman in my life to raise me because that's exactly what he wanted me to learn and understand. And I got that much later in life. I didn't always understand it when she was around. I knew she loved me and she showed me and I loved it and I ate it up. Yum, 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 yum. But when I got even older, I realized, oh my God, thank you, Jesus. You really let me experience unconditional love. Now, my grandmother is who I'm referring to. And I remember that she used to say no one person treats everyone the same. You know, and at that time, that meant nothing to me until I could really understand people. And when I really came to understand people, the various ways people will act, I will act. We will all act in good or bad. I came to really understand what that meant. So you may be fatherless or even motherless who became an adult. And the truth is forgiveness comes when we're broken enough to want to be whole. Yes, God's word says a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. God will not despise. May it please you to prosper Zion, to build up the walls of Jerusalem. That is Psalms 51, 17 through 18. You see, God allows us to be broken so that he can build us up. And when he builds us up, he builds us up better. So you can't let forgiveness get in your way. You can't let all the things that have happened in the past of you being raised fatherless and motherless for you being raised where where people didn't accept you or people went out of their way to hurt you because they didn't realize who you were or you were in a relationship where you were broken because you didn't have someone to show you unconditional love, that father that you needed. You see, unforgiveness... Mm, mm, mm. It's about pride, ego, hurt, abandonment, not feeling protected or provided for, or even feeling alone and misunderstood. And when we surrender, God shows us things about people and persons. Let me tell you something. I, I have to make this personal. You know, when, when I surrender, God showed me things about people and persons. And I was angry and, and that led me right back to myself. It did. I was mad about this and that. And, 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 and when I really got real with God, God started opening up my eyes. The scales fell off like they fell off a pole. And I was able to see myself in these situations and how I had contributed to some of these situations. Not all of them, but some. And how I had, uh, 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 you know, been holding my parents in a place 
I really shouldn't have been holding them in because God started to reveal my parents to me. God started to reveal the people that I love that really weren't fulfilling what I thought I needed from them. God started to show me things. He started to peel the layers back. He started to show me me and show me others and how he wanted me to react and and carry myself and how I shouldn't be a, a, a keeping myself down. I was, I was being harder on myself than God ever was. And God had forgiven me. Why couldn't I forgive me? It let me ask a question to myself. What was I ready for? Was I ready to be built up? Was I ready to move forward? Was I now ready to know what it took to be who God had called me to be? Or was I still wanting to be a victim? You know, I just finally decided I wasn't going to be constantly victimized, you all. By the same people or the same type of men. For you, it may be different. You know what I'm saying? You know, it may be, you know a wife. It could be your family, your friends. It could be jobs. It could be situations, but the formula is the same. And when you take your hands off of it, God can build us up from that point. Now here's the the tricky part. A lot of people will tell you to be bigger. Come on, somebody understand, be a bigger person, or you only get one mama or one father. They'll even tell you in love, of course, that you shouldn't put up with this and you shouldn't put up with that or don't allow your relationships to be like this or that and that's your family that's your husband that's your wife your grown child I'm going to encourage you and I'm going to say this turn to God and let him build you up Because when God builds you up, that relationship that has kept you in bondage of unforgiveness, mistrust, anger, and bitterness. The one that's kept you stuck in denial or longing to be accepted when you haven't even accepted yourself. That keeps you afraid to really say what you want for fear of how people may react Tell God and let him hear your pain. And when you're done, let him hear your praise. Hallelujah. Let God hear your pain so you can give God praise when he's done. You see, you can't continue to be a victim. You can't continue to say you don't know. You can't continue to think you've got it all figured out. And you can't continue to let people who, yes, they love you, tell you what you should and should not be doing. When you put your hand in Christ's hand, God will give you what you need. And yes, he will send you people. And when he sends you people, when you start first by talking to God, your discernment will know what is for you and what isn't. And you can take what you need to take and discard what you need to discard. There is nothing wrong in leaving alone what will suck the life out of you. The word of God says you give people the truth and if they accept it, fine. Of course, I'm paraphrasing. 
And if they don't, you kick the dust from your feet and you keep moving. This is the same situation. Forgive so that God can use you because you can't be forgiven if you are unwilling to forgive. And you say, how do I do that? My mother hurt me. My father hurt me. You do that because you realize that they can only love you with the capacity in which they understand love for themselves. They can't give you something they didn't have to give. And you can't sit around waiting for it. Life cannot stop because you are waiting for someone to understand and get it. That's not how God operates. When you release that relationship to God, it is up to God to do what he needs to do. That is why he says the battle is not yours. Because you will hang up everything that God has for you. Every journey he wants to take you on, everything he wants to teach you, everything he wants you to get out of a situation, you'll hang it all up because you're waiting for something to happen, something you have no control over. You've only got control over you. When you put it in God's hands, he will turn it around. He may bring that relationship back fully healed or he may say, that's it. Keep going. God knows how to give you what you need. You will look up one day walking with God and realize you never missed it. Once you released it, God fulfilled that promise and you never missed it. When my mother and father forsake me, God will take you up. That's what his word says. That's what I reminded myself. On yesterday, when I thought about Father's Day, I thought about, wow, look how far God has brought me. I didn't think about, oh, I don't have a father, you know, my relationship with my father or this, that, and the third. None of that crossed my mind. What crossed my mind was that I could look to the hills from what cometh my help, my help coming from the Lord, which made the heavens and the earth. Praise God that you brought me through. Praise God. I'm not a victim. I'm a victor. Praise God. I'm not that young girl anymore. I feel protected. I feel provided for. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I feel like God loves me. I feel the love from protection and provision because my father, my focus is on my father, God, the father and God, the father sent his son for me and you, you can go ahead and get caught up in your emotions, but your emotions won't grow you. Oh, I wish somebody would understand. I'm not saying having emotions is wrong. Well, what you saying? I can't be hurt. You can absolutely be hurt. But are you going to stay there? Are you going to keep reliving it? Are you going to keep allowing the enemy to make you think that you can't go forward in healthy relationships with a man or a woman or with friendships and, and, and people that are around you and family members? Sometimes you have got to accept that people are not going to accept you for who you are now. They're always going to see you for who you were. And if you think that that is not true, Christ was doing miracles, signs and wonders. And the word of God says he couldn't even go to his own hometown. He had to go across from there and perform miracle signs and wonders because familiarity breeds contempt. People are too stuck in their ways and there is nothing you can do about it. But we serve a God, hallelujah, who can do all things, hallelujah. And through Christ, we can do all things through Christ Jesus that, that strengthens us. 
That's what I'm saying. That's how you know you can forgive because you don't have to do it on your own. Lay it down and tell God, I don't know how to do this, God, but I know you do. They hurt me. She hurt me. He hurt me. Or I have hurt others and didn't intend that. Lord, so Lord, love God, let me not be bitter. Because one of the things that we have got to face is a lot of the things that we are going through, we brought on ourselves. It's time to be accountable, sis. It's time to be accountable, sir. Stop pretending like you got it all figured out. We don't. And we never will. But the moment you take the responsibility of thinking you got to show up to everything, knowing everything. You release yourself to be in the freedom of God so that God can carry you from one point to another and give you what you need for each of those points because now you're ready to receive. Now you're ready to forgive. Now you're ready to start new. Now you're ready to be a victor and not a victim. Now you're ready to release them out of your hands and live the best life that God has for you. Forgiveness is for you because it releases you. From the sin of having to be offended all the time or the sin of hurting someone because you're hurt. Hurt people, hurt people is a very true statement. But when you vow that I'm not going to be hurt anymore or even when I am hurt, I am going to say to them, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. You can't ask God to give you wisdom and give you strength and give you focus. And then when he gives it to you, you want to give it back because it's just too heavy. God has given you what you can carry and you can do this. Stop letting everything set you back and forgive. And when you forgive, forget. Stop taking score. Stop being petty. Stop and stop joking about being petty because it ain't funny anymore. It's overrated, it's overruled, and it's whack. God is love and he loves us unconditionally. And he is trying to teach each and every one of us how to love everyone else unconditionally as well. You can love people from afar. It's okay. I love people from afar a lot now. Not because that's what I want, but because I know that's what's needed. But I love them with my whole heart. I just know it's time to move to the next phase in life. And there are some that can go with me and some that can't. There are even some people who've had to move on from myself. And I couldn't go with them. But that's okay. Because what God has for me and for you is for us. And it is enough. You are enough. God thought you were so much enough that he died for you and I. Yes, he sent his son to die for you and me. So feel privileged. Feel humble. Feel chosen because you were. But stop being so easily beset by anger, frustration, and bitterness and let it go. You know, some people will say, you know, well, they just jealous. Maybe they are. But it's nothing that you should concern yourself with. Because people, all people are doing is their job. You know, I remember someone saying, you know, oh, I can't stand haters. And I remember somebody saying, well, 
A hater has to do their job. Let the hater hate. Why are you worried about them hating? It's not affecting whether you get fed. It's not affecting whether you get paid from your job. It's not affecting if you can take care of yourself or your children or your family. Let the haters hate. And as for the kingdom, let the kingdom children listen and be set apart as we were created to be. Let us do our job because the enemy has never stopped doing his. I want you to understand that God loves each and every one of us. He knew us in our mother's womb. Before we were ever conceived, he knew what we would be in to brought to fruition. He knew it. And he has been waiting on us. That is a mighty God that we serve where he waited on me to be born. He waited on me to be born. He waited on me to get to this point. He waited on me to say yes. He waited on me to do as he called me to do. And he waited on me to see myself as he sees me. He did all of that for me and you. And when I realized that there was no way I was going to waste the time being mad and angry at other people. Yes, people do things I don't understand for whatever reason. I will never be able to put my finger on it. But I'm not here to crucify my mother or my father. I'm not here to crucify anybody else who's hurt me. There's already been a a sacrifice of crucifixion. And I will never be able to fill that void or put anybody through that. But what I do understand is that, you know, people that have been hurt don't always know and have the directional understanding on what to do with that hurt. You understand? I can't make people come to terms with it. But if I pray and bring them to the altar, God will have his way, not only with them, but with me. And he will change our perspective on how we see things and how we view people and how we have allowed them to be stumbling blocks in our life. And he will remove those obstacles when we keep our focus on him. Father God, we thank you for this word. We thank you for allowing us to be able to be able to repent and to also forgive, to be forgiven and to also give forgiveness, to move forward and be victors and no longer be victims. Father God, we thank you. We thank you that we are free because those that love you are free indeed, Lord God, and we love you. Lord God, I'm asking you to touch the listener, touch their hearts and and make it flesh again. Lord God, the, the places where it's hardened, Lord God, make it flesh. Let their hearts not be rocks anymore, Lord God. Let it be soft. Let it be viable and supple and fleshy, Father God. And let them lean on you, even in their hurt, even in their non-understanding, uh, non even in their confusion of how to move forward, Lord God. I know that you can show them what they need and who they need and give them the resources to be able to push through because without you, nothing is possible. But Lord God, we put it all in your hands. We lay it down at the altar right now, Father God, not to pick it up again. And even when the enemy tries to remind us, we will tell the enemy, I've been delivered in the mighty name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over my mind and I let it go right now, right here. Mighty Jesus, mighty Father, mighty peace giver, mighty Father God, protector, mighty provider in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, I ask that you touch the listener and show them how to apply forgiveness to their life, how to let it go and let God. In the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, we pray. Amen. And thank God. Well, I thank you.
And if you've been praying for me in this ministry, I want to tell you thank you as I've been praying for you as well. All of the listeners, Father God, touch them, touch their households, touch their spouses, touch their children, touch their family members, Lord God. I pray deliverance and healing in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray peace. I pray freedom over the listeners in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, I just thank you for each and every person that's listened, for each and every person that's shared, for each and every person that you've touched their life through lilies in the valley. I want to say thank you. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And thank God. Sorry about that scrambling. Uh, I apologize for that. I'm trying to blow my nose and do all of that at the same time. But I really appreciate you all being here. I really appreciate you. And I pray that this has blessed you. And I pray that it will continue to bless you. So you can listen to us anywhere, on any anywhere you listen to your podcasts. And I hope to see you. I said it in the spirit and hear you on next Monday, our last episode of season two. Ah, I love it. Season two has been a blast. I just want to tell God, thank you. We've got some really great things coming up. And so I hope you stay tuned. If you don't follow us, you can follow us on Instagram at Lily's L-I-L-Y-S in the Valley podcast. Uh, That's where we'll give you all the information of some really big things that are coming up. And I'm talking about some really big things. And I want to thank God for what he's doing in the kingdom and in the kingdom family. I want to thank God for you all. And I want to thank God that he continues to wake us up each and every morning. And God willing, we'll wake up tomorrow morning as well. So I hope to see you in the spirit here on next Monday. I hope to hear you. I pray to God that you'll leave a comment, you'll like, share, or subscribe, and that you will reach out and let us know if there is anything we can lift up for you to the God, touch and agree with you for. I hope you'll let us know at spirituallyundefeated at gmail.com. Once again, spirituallyundefeated at gmail.com. Have a great night. Love you all.